Welcome to Storytime with Kurt. In each episode, I'd like you to sit back, relax, and just chill out while I read Tom Swift and His Electric Runabout by Victor Appleton. Chapter 13 Toad by a Mule. Bless my gizzard. Is it anything serious? asked Mr. Damon. Will it blow up or anything like that? No, replied the lad. As he leaped out of his car and began to make an examination, Mr. Sharp assisted him. The motor seems to be all right, remarked the balloonist as he inspected it. Yes, agreed our hero, and the batteries have plenty of power left in them. The gauge shows that. I can't understand what the trouble can be unless... He paused in his remark and uttered an exclamation. I found it, he cried. What? demanded the aeronaut. Some of the fuses blew out. I turned on too much current, and the fuses wouldn't carry it. I put them in to save the motor from being burned out, but I didn't use heavy enough ones. I see where my mistake was. But what does it mean? inquired Mr. Damon. It means that we've got to walk home, was Tom's sorrowful answer. The car is stalled, for I haven't any extra fuses with me. Can't you connect the battery up using some extra wire? asked Mr. Sharp. I have some, as he drew a coil of it from his pocket. I wouldn't dare to. It might be so heavy that it would carry more current than the motor could stand. I don't want to burn that out. No, I guess we'll have to walk home, or rather I will. You two can stay here until I come back with heavier fuses. I'm sorry. Tom had hardly ceased speaking when from around the turn in the road proceeded a voice, and at the sound of it all, three started, for the voice was saying, Now... It's no use for you to be acting that way, Boomerang. You got no call to get contrary now, just when I want to get home to my dinner. I should think you'd want to get to the stable, too. But if you're not mighty careful, I'll cut you down your rations, and that's what I'll do. So go ahead now, that's a good fella. I know that'll fetch you all. When you wiggle your ears that way, that's a sure sign that you're not going to move. Then he followed the sound of a rattle-trap of a wagon approaching. Eradicate! It's Eradicate! exclaimed Tom. And his mule boomerang. He's just in time, commented Mr. Damon with a sigh of relief, as the ancient outfit in charge of the man came along. Eradicate had been sent to Shopton to get a load of wood for Mr. Swift, and was now returning. At the sight of the stalled auto, the mule pricked up its long ears and threw them forward. "'Whoa now, Boomerang!' cried Eradicate. "'Don't get all skittish now. "'That machine isn't going to hurt you. "'Why, if it ain't Mr. Swift, what's the trouble?' "'Broke down,' answered the young inventor briefly. "'You always seem to come right along when, when I'm in trouble, Rad.' "'That's right. "'Me and trouble are old acquaintances. "'Sometimes she hits me on the head, "'and sometimes Boomerang gets it. He just had his trouble, got a stone under his shoe, and didn't want to move. Then when I got him started, he balked on me, but I'm all right now. Uh, I'm sure sorry for you. Can, can I help you at all, Mr. Swift? Yes, you can, Rad, answered Tom. Drive home as fast as you can and ask Dad to send you back with some of those fuses. He'll find out on my workbench. He knows what I want. Eradicate, Eradicate shook his head doubtfully. Well, well, what's the matter? Don't you want to go? asked Mr. Sharp. 
A trifle nettled? Can't get the car started until we have some new fuses. Oh, I, I want to go, all right. But, uh, well, boomerang. He, I just promised him that we were going to go home to dinner, and he expects a manger full of oats. If I go to, go to Mr. Swift's house with him, I couldn't get him to come back without his dinner. And he can't move the car without the fuses y'all talked about. Bless my necktie, exclaimed Mr. Damon. That's all nonsense. You don't suppose that mule understands what you say to him, do you? How does he know you promised him his dinner? Oh, I don't know how he knows, Mr. Damon, replied Eradicate, but he does know just the same. I know it'd be like pulling teeth to get Boomerang to start back with them things until after he's had his dinner. Wouldn't it, Boomerang? The mule waved its long ears as if in answer. Bless my soul, I believe he does understand, cried Mr. Damon. Of course he does. I'm awful sorry. Now, if it were in the afternoon, I could bring back, what do you call them, the, the fuses in a jiffy, because Boomerang will feel good after he's had his dinner. But before that, Raticate shook his head as if there were no more to be said on the subject. Well, remarked Tom sadly, I guess there's no help for it. We'll have to walk home unless you two want to wait until I can ride back with Eradicate and come back on my motorcycle. Then I'll have to leave the cycle here, for I can't get it in the car. Bless my collar button, cried Mr. Damon. It's like the puzzle of the fox, the goose, and the bag of corn on the banks of a stream. I guess we'd better all walk. Hold on, exclaimed Mr. Sharp. Is your mule good and strong, Eradicate? Strong? Why, yeah, this mule could pull a house over the... That's what... Over if, if that's what he's got a mind to. And he'd do most anything now because he's anxious to get home to his dinner. Ain't you, Boomerang? Once more, the mule waved his ears like signal flags. Then, I have a proposition to make, went on the balloonist. Unhitch the mule from the load of wood and hitch him to the auto. We've got some rope along, I noticed. Then the mule can pull us and the runabout home. Good idea, cried Mr. Damon. That's the racket, ejaculated Eradicate. Now, they've used ejaculated a number of times to to exclaim something it's just it's weird um now granted this was written in what 1910 1911 i'll just sequester uh your load of wood beside the road and hitch boomerang to the auto tom said nothing for a few seconds he gazed sadly at his auto which he hoped would win the touring club's pr prize it was a bitter pill for him to swallow towed by a mule he exclaimed, shaking his head and smiling ruefully. The fastest car in this country, towed by a mule. It's tough luck. Well, it's not so bad as going without your dinner, Mr. Swift, remarked Eradicate as he began to harness the mule to the electric runabout. Boomerang made no objection to the transfer. He looked around once or twice as he was being made fast to the auto, and when the word was given, he stepped out as if pulling home stalled cars was his regular business. Tom sat beside Eradicate on the front seat and steered, while Eradicate drove the mule, and Mr. Sharp and Mr. Damon were in the tonneau seats, as Tom called them. Ugh, I hope no one sees us, thought Tom, but he was doomed to disappointment when nearly home he heard an auto approaching, and in it were Andy Foger, Sam Snedeker, and Pete Bailey. The three cronies stared at the odd sight of Boomerang ambling along, with his great ears flapping, drawing Tom's speedy new car. Ha ha ha, laughed Andy. 
So that's the mode of power he's going to use. Look at him, fellas. I thought that his new electric, that was going to beat my car and win the prize, was to be 200 horsepower. Instead, it's one mule power. That's rich. And Andy's chums joined in the laugh at poor Tom. The young inventor said nothing, for there was nothing he could say. In dignified silence, he passed the car containing the en his enemies, they meanwhile jeering at him. That's all right, spoke Eradicate, sympathizing with his young employer. Maybe they'll want a tow some day, and when they do, I'll make Boomerang pull him in a ditch. But this was small comfort to Tom. He made up his mind, though, that he would demonstrate that his car could do all that he had claimed for it, and that very soon. End of chapter 13. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Storytime with Kurt. You can subscribe to the podcast by going to anchor.fm slash storytimewithkurt. If you want to stay up to date with all the recordings moving forward, you can catch the live recordings on twitch.tv slash vo by Kurt. Or follow me on Twitter at vo by Kurt. And that's Kurt spelled with a K. If you have suggestions for future books, please send me an email at kurt at storytimewithkurt.com. See you next time.